Oh, there, it reminds me. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the podcast where us as dummies talk movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt, and I think I'm deaf. And I am the artist formerly known as A.A. Ron. Well, what's your current name? Is it a symbol? <laughs> Hashtag. I didn't expect to get this far, Joe. I'm not going to lie to is you. It, is, symbol like, is it like shaped like a butthole, and then you can see... A dermatologist staring at it? No, no, it's a top. It's going to be the chocolate covered starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. It's a Limp Biscuit record. I was really hoping it would be like the running man emoji. (laughs) Because he runs at people and says, (laughs) I like your dress! (laughs) (sighs) It happened again. That's a very nice bush! (laughs) That's a nice bush. It legitimately did. Sweet Jesus! Shit, you happened were, again. You accosted another yeah. person, Aaron. Yeah, I was. It was about a fucking cake, guys. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was I was jogging out of a Dairy Queen. I was like, "Nice cake!" But I was running with my cake, and so it was like this weird moment where they just looked. You at run me even when you're carrying a cake. Everywhere I go, man. You Aaron. are a running man. Disaster. I have to ask you a question, <laughs> and I don't want to put you like on front street. So feel feel free not to answer. You can just say no, no, thank you. Um, buddy, are you autistic? No, no, thank you. I think <sighs> all <I'll answer. laughs> I would say I am autistic, but I would say there is something different, easily. Um, social cues, sarcasm, things like that I can't read, so that's why I'm very direct in the things that I do, because I can't read lots of situations. Also, um... How I talk, who I talk with, my comfortability with strangers. Um, likelihood as a child, I had sensory issues. Or, uh, yeah, not sensory. Yeah, sensory. Why I tippy-toe, um, ears, high-pitched, not being able to hear right. Lots of weird stuff. Bro. Yeah, there's probably we're, we're something. We're getting really deep. You're doing, in, you're, a, a in the most autistic way you can, you're describing the fact that you're autistic. Yeah. <laughs> You no, pretty oh. much just described autism. Right. You're on the well, spectrum, buddy. Congratulations. I've got a touch I, of oh, the I, autism. No, I absolutely believe I'm on a spectrum of some sort. Okay. We're all special in our oh, own yeah. way. Yeah, it could yeah. be worse. You could be schizophrenic. That is true. Or you could have depression. That's also true. Or you could have constant, frequent diarrhea. Ugh. Like dysentery on the Oregon Like Oregon Trail, trail yeah. Coming out your... Well, guys, this is recommendation episode. Now that we're three minutes in, uh, we're going to just be talking about what we've been watching this week, some things, some stuffs, and then uh, next next week we talk Eurovision, Woo-hoo! the saga of whatever the hell it was. Um, fire saga. The ja, fire ja, saga. ding dong. Um, but this week, what have y'all been doing? Uh, anything really catch your fancy? Mm. Uh, most certainly. Ooh, what caught your fancy? Well, I watched a documentary on on HBO called "If You're, If I'm Not in the Obits, I Eat Breakfast," and it stars Carl Reiner, and it's a lot of fun. It's just like ninety minutes of pure joy, and it makes me so happy. 
Didn't he just die? He did, he did. But Who died? Carl Reiner. Oh. But it's Ooh. like him and it's uh, Mel Brooks and a oh, bunch yeah, of... Like an old married couple at this point. Yeah. But it's like, it's a whole bunch of people and they're they're all over 90 and they're just talking about their vitality and where they think it comes from. Like, they're all very high-functioning. I thought um, Viagra. <laughs> I just... It's very Viagra-y. Could any of it be due to the amount of money they have and ability to hire trainers and it food? Has to, um, it has to be somewhere in there. Not necessarily, because not all the people that they talk to are famous, and not all the people that they talk to... I mean, a lot of them have some kind of or have gained some kind of recognition like there's a woman who is like i think she's 95 or 96 and she still runs okay. like she competes in in wow. senior events and stuff and she runs every day but you know she's not famous but she's gained recognition for the fact that she's really old and still rocking it um i think it seems the the I mean, watch the documentary and let me know what you think, but I think it seems to come down to the fact that they just never stop. They never right. they never accept the fact that they're too old to be doing something, so they just keep going. Well, what is it, like and Mel Brooks and Kyle Reiner, they have dinner, or they had dinner every single night and would watch a movie every single day. Well, and that, that and, like, they never stopped working. They, you know, they wrote sure. books and... and you know, and they, they kept just, each other they, going too. Those two. Yeah. There's no. And, oh, I'm just gonna sit at home today. No, they would go out and they would do shit. No, and like Carl Reiner interviews like Betty White, and you know she says very similar things. She's written a bunch of books, and she's just like, you know, I nobody ever told me to retire, so I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know. And it. There you go. It seems mm. to be that if as long as you just. I mean, obviously, there's a component, you know, there's a health component as well. I mean, you can't treat your body like garbage for 90 years and expect a, a positive mindset to just get you through. But there was one guy, he made me laugh. He's like, he's like, you want to know what the secret is? No tobacco, no alcohol, lots of good sex. Oh, I can do that. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Well, I kind of need someone else involved, but yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, that's, say... that's why they have Adam and Eve. Right. But that's—it's <laughs> very joyful. It, it's a celebration of life, of a vitality, of exuberance, and it's fun watching a bunch of elderly people refuse to acknowledge that they're elderly. <laughs> so it's basically just a documentary saying something like. Husband always says. It's like it's it's a documentary saying you know basically saying just because people are old doesn't mean they're useless. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know what people think of that. I do. Oh. <laughs> they can't I run mean, anywhere. I mean, there are a lot of people who, you know, who see elderly people as 
fragile, you know, somewhat. I mean, to a certain extent, obviously. So it's it's more, you know, it's just kind of like I'm just still a person who's lived a really long time. Sure. (laughs) I wonder if Eddie's going to become elderly at some point. Who? My dad. Crazy, crazy old Eddie. I'm like, who? Sorry. Eddie Murphy. I, did not I mean, he's pretty old that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be pushing Eddie sixty. Who? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about my dad. I was like, oh, how old is he? Gosh, is he sixty? Yeah, he's. He might be. Let's he look up be. the internet. Let's look up the internet. <laughs> Matt, what does Magneto say in the X Men game? X Men, welcome to die. Oh, guys, he is not sixty. He will be 60 next April. He's oh. oh, my. Man, Black, do oh. not crack. I got to tell you. He sure does look good. Dude looks for great. Sure. Hey, Aaron would bang him for sure. Well, at least twice. <laughs> at least not twice. Not gay, but I'll try anything okay. twice, you know? You got to know. I mean, it's no homo type of bang. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. could be. I mean, it's Eddie Murphy. That's like, oh, that right. comes well, into, like, yeah. the David Bowie category of, I'm not gay. I just, you know. You know, you only get like one chance to blow David Bowie. Yeah. I like you to get to say I gave things. you... I gave Unless you're Mick Jagger, in which case you had lots of opportunities to do right. that, and you took Dancing them all. in the streets, blowing each other. Well, sure, it would. Wouldn't you? I got all these <laughs> songs flipping through my head. <laughs> all right, uh, you got anything else there, Angela? Yeah, I also watched... Um, supermarket sweep. Oh, I did it. too. Yes, I watched some of that. The, oh that kinda, yeah. It kind of got so old fast, though. I abs- Shannon was watching an episode. I'm like, this is the dumbest. How did we ever like this show? Because I used to love I, the yeah, crap out of that like, show. He was narrating one of them for me. It was really strange. Like he was talking. Like behind the scenes, and I hated it so much. He's like, I don't even remember who won. I'm like, Guy Fieri, I'd rather you just not lie because you were the one that hosted the show. Hold on a second, Guy Fieri? Fieri? What are you talking about, Guy Fieri? You're talking about Guy's grocery games. Oh, I'm sorry. Supermarket Sweet. This is is from like when we were children. This is the exact same game, only different. Oh, okay. Thank you, Peter Griffin. I want him to bring it back, and I want to be on it. I love it. I love it so much. Can we just go to the supermarket and pretend that we're doing it? And just throw things in the cart and see how much we can get and say, nope, I don't want to buy that. I want to put 18 hams in my cart and run all cattywampus through the store. Oh, no, no, no. There's a five-item limit. Hello? Do you know the rules? No, you're right. I gotta tell you... and five turkeys and five cheeses and roast. And What's coffee? the host's name? That's a good I don't question. remember. He's a condescending fuck. What? He is. His little comments are so ridiculous. He looks like, like the stupidest thing you could ever pick. He is a dick to those people. Kind of, yeah. Like she's I mean, like a woman will be like, I'm I'm a domestic engineer and he's like, Yeah, okay and then just moves on and right. like, oh, I'm doing it. It was like Reese's peanut butter cups is the answer. She's like, Skittles and he's like there's not even chocolate in that. David <laughs> Rubrick? Like, what the fuck? 
Is this an old show? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. Late okay. 80s, early 90s era of television game shows. And I remember loving it when I was a kid. Hey, it's hot garbage now. Like, I don't, I don't like what he's doing to those people. <laughs> he's not even looking. Hello. He has, I can't like, an see you. No, face, my camera too, broke. If I remember oh. right. Yeah, he's a Weasley I'm, looking dude. You can't see. Never mind. He's not as nice as I'm Mike from Amazing Discoveries. Oh, Mike from Amazing Discoveries is so nice. You're fling flinging right, I am. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else, uh, here, Angela? Uh, the only other thing that I watched was Hamilton, and oh, I should we just have a I big discussion like about it? I mean, I would like to discuss that at length for sure. Yeah. You want to just wait till the end? Uh, probably appropriate. Okay. About what now? Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh yeah, I gotta watch Hamilton. that. As a question, would I be able to participate as I've seen the play, or do I have to only? No. Can I participate? Seeing as well, it'll be like, interesting I'm... to hear your side, Aaron, because you, if you've only seen the play, you've never seen the original cast. Well, no. that's not... it'll be I mean, interesting. That's not true. If if he saw it between, he, he saw it in and... Chicago. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. last year. Yeah, you've never seen the original cast. And it'll be interesting to see how your, you know, what your feelings are and how they differ from our feelings having watched the Disney Plus version with the original cast. And I'd also like to briefly touch upon the hashtag that is circulating, which is cancel Hamilton. Yeah, we'll probably talk a little bit about Uh, that. But happier things first. mm -hmm. Who else watched something good? Well, I watched more of uh, Westworld. Ooh, tell us. Oh, yeah. I'm in season two. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I did not see season two go. I didn't see it going where it's going now. It it kind of it started off really weird, mm-hmm. but uh, I like it. I like it a lot. They play with time oh, again, oh, but in yeah. a different way. It's kind of the same thing at the beginning, but yeah. And, um, yeah, I just got to, uh, I think the last episode had a cliffhanger at the end. Ooh. Good one. I appreciated Westworld being different between seasons. Are you feeling that way, Matt? I mean, yeah. I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying the second season as much as I enjoyed the first one. Well, there are different arcs. Right. There are different storylines. It's just like yeah, a whole, I mean, like a theme, like humanity, and we're talking about uh, in consciousness, two, like consciousness. We're talking about memory, and we're talking about like. Um, it's hard to think back because I've seen all. I well, I'm very very tired too. My brain's not really working, but it has a theme. And then the third one is is the third season is basically how do you how do you put those those things into motion and how do they function out in the real world? It's really interesting. Ugh. I'm looking forward to getting back into that show. Scrubs took me over. Scrubs is a great show. Mm. Oh, so good. Okay, so anything other than Westworld, Matthew? Um, I bought some video games and played them. One I had a lot of fun with. It's called Northgard. Basically, you uh, are like this Viking lord, and you build up this town, and then you have to like expand. And yeah, it's fun. Northgard. Is that how Vikings? Is that how they sound? No. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Grr. 
How do you say couple games? What's another game? Uh, the other games I ended up playing in, they were hot trash. So oh, okay. Oh, so All don't, right, cool. Don't play them. Um, are they big name brand games, or are they like indie games? No, they're all indie games. I paid okay. $30 for like four or five games. So Did you do like a Humble Bumble? Again. There was a Steam summer sale. Uh-huh. And I was like, this looks, neat, this looks neat, this looks neat. Steam is a sneaky SOB, I tell you what. Oh, yeah, you posted, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, you posted a meme on that recently. There you they go. They offered $5 off if you purchase $30 or more, and I'm like, man, what can I buy to get up to that $30 mark? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've, been, I've been gotten. Welcome <laughs> to every sale that has ever existed. Right. <laughs> it was too good to pass up. Gotta do it. I was only going to buy $20 worth of stuff to begin with, but man, they make it seem really attractive. Right. But I mean, if I spend 100 I get 10 yeah. back. Why wouldn't you? Right? Because you have to old spend 100 bucks. Oh, You're old money. Old Navy are like the craziest, sneakiest, most conniving people out there. That's probably who created Steam was Old Navy. You mean The Gap? Same company. Maybe. Kohl's is bad. Kohl's is real bad in that regard. Kohl's Cash, you got, we're gonna you got Kohl's charge cash. you 20% over any other retailer, then we're going to give you some Kohl's Cash you can only spend here. <laughs> At a yep. certain week. Right. Between the hours of 6am and 6.15am. we're closed! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anything else, Matthew? Uh, no, I think that's it. Alright, Shannon. So I've watched a lot this week, and I'm surprised Angela didn't mention a show... Uh, Unsolved Mysteries came back to Netflix. What? And I indulged. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot that it was within. It's been so long. I forgot. So I got a, <laughs> I got a beef with this show, because is it's, it, it's the exact type of documentary I don't like. Is it new episodes? Yes, like new the same episodes. episodes. Oh wow. Yes. Reef, first things. Like, oh, I thought. Is it have the same guy? Is he still alive? No, Robert Stack. No, is there dead. is no. But. Oh. My Aaron. first beef is Horatio Sands. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware who he is. He yeah. can do a dead-on Robert Stack impression. So he should be narrating. What? It's it sounds exactly like Robert Stack, and it's insane. The redhead guy crazy, from the they put those glasses on. And goes. Wah! Their base uh, voices do not yeah. sound alike. No, Horatio Sands is an excellent impressionist. I don't know if you're aware. Huh? Who? Horatio Sands. From Saturday Night Live and other things. Oh my god! So if you've, he, he did it on Comedy Bang Bang for like two seconds one time, and I've never forgot it. It sounded exactly like him. But personally, I don't think it's going to matter. The show still gives me the creeps. It's still got that feeling where you watch it and you're trying to solve this mystery. But nobody ever did, and that's my issue. So they're it's trying to get help. Unsolved. And I wonder because I don't like documentaries that don't have an ending. I don't like the fact that it's still a mystery. Maybe well, I have this viewpoint because I watched this show a ton when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a documentary. It's more like he, these are some open cases. Maybe you, the public, have sure. Have but you know what would be a better show? Solved mysteries. Where but they had no, a case that, that would good that stumped idea. them for a bunch of years, and then That's it was solved. Dark. They have they had a show called I don't know if it was like Cops Forty Eight Hours or Detective Forty Hours or something like that, where they would 
go and document like the first 48 yeah, hours it was, after it was murder. called the first 48 i believe yeah 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 that's it yeah yeah and then they would have like yeah 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 sometimes they would have on the yeah, show they'd yeah, be yeah, like exactly. oh this is this is what happened I wonder if it'd be a good idea for them to like do that every so often and be like, "Yeah, actually, we found this—the murderer." Yeah, that show didn't always end well. They had a, a couple. Oh, episodes that in show was bad. Yeah, yeah, I watched one of those. Um, pretty pretty rough set, but I don't know, Shannon. Did you like the new episodes? Do you like documentaries that don't have an ending? Yes, I did like it. Okay, I'm so sorry you don't, but I, I recommend it for anyone it. who likes. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought they used to do those to get help from the public and get the information out there. They had yeah, to that's exactly right. The, the guy made the the guy made the show because his son got beheaded. And no, he... that was uh, America's Most Wanted. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yikes! Yeah, that dude's kid got beheaded. He yeah. caught that dude too. But it's been yeah. in the news lately. They have gotten some uh, new well, then, evidence from the cases. Then I'm glad it, so. it exists. I really am. But as far as like entertainment, I don't. Is it entertaining? And it's short. There's yes. only like six or seven episodes. It's not like there's a lot of them. I'm not really a big a f- big fan of true crime either. Like the world's awful enough as it is. I don't want to see more of the awfulness. And I will say, there's one really dark episode in the whole bunch that just. Is not the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, and there's one that's all in French. Yeah, that's well, the worst episode. Yeah. I actually I, didn't watch it, and I came back and mailed. That's it's horrible. It's um, if no one's gonna watch it, it's about a family. There's four kids, a husband and a wife, and the husband disappears, but he, it seems he murdered his whole family and dug graves for him and craziness his account and he buried oh. him under the porch and then he cleared out his house three it was so dead bodies ah 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 he gave them like sleeping pills and then bought a gun and killed them all in their sleep i was just like this is ridiculous well they don't know because he's gone yeah, yeah yeah nothing will ever be more oh. disturbing to me well maybe not nothing but the some, when you're just talking something that stuck out in my head is the 60 minutes or whatever with the lady who drowned her kids in the bathtub oh when, when she's saying and then my youngest is like what did i do wrong mommy i'm so sorry please don't hurt me please don't hurt me and i was like gonna vomit i was so sick to my stomach and she did it anyways i'm like just kill yourself why did your little kids have to die you're gonna make me cry saving them what's that she was saving them allegedly yeah so she was let's... suffering from oh yeah she was postpartum they... times a kajillion plus bipolar yeah. disorder yeah she was sick let's yeah, talk about she, another she thought show. she was saving them all right cool something That's happy really... shannon happy no another sick show perry mason oh holy shit this is on hbo max and holy dark batman balls i don't know it... i've never seen a a show this dark is it true crime or is it just a show? It's Perry Mason. What's Perry Mason? Who's Perry what? Mason? Perry He's Mason fiction. was was fucking who was it? Uh, Did you ever watch him in the eighties or yeah? 90s? Perry Mason was an old. He was like a we're dealing with two younger people here, even though they're only like two or three years younger. It was a TV show in the fifties. I grew up and in 60s, a secluded home. Okay, so it would have been on like Nick at Night. Yep, never had cable. Still don't have cable. So and never Perry Mason to see was it. a master criminal defense attorney. Handling the most difficult cases in aid of the innocent. Now, this new Perry Mason 
is a World War One veteran. Um, he's in 1932 Los Angeles, and he's a private detective. And he takes on cases from an attorney friend, played by John Lithgow. And there it begins with a murder of a child. Ugh. And you're, it's unraveling who did what. And I don't know, like, Matthew Reese from The Americans plays Perry Mason. He's amazing. And then Tatiana Maslany. I don't know if you ever watched Orphan Black. Nope. No, not yet. I do want to see it. She's an amazing, amazing actress. She's the one who plays Sister Alice. Nope. Don't know what you're talking about. On Perry Mason. Oh. Wow. Um, well, <laughs> you talked like it was some other show. I was confused. No, no. She she won, <laughs> I believe, Emmys for Orphan Black because of her acting. And she's tearing it up on Perry Mason. Sister Alice. The blonde. The blonde. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. The show is dark as balls. It is, but it's really good. Fucking amazing. I, I'm on the, like, edge, like a teeter-totter. Like, it's good, but it's dark, and it kind of... Kind of reminds me of, like the Game of Thrones feeling for me because it was like ugh boobs and gore and ugh, but it was really good. So it's kind of there. I don't know if it's for you. Please watch it. And let me know for sure. Oh my goodness! I watched so much more. I want to talk more. Uh, I also watched a movie called Hollow in the Land. This I Ooh. found on Hulu. It has Sean Ashmore. Sean or Aaron? Did you look it up? Sean. Okay. It has Sean Ashmore, one of the twins. And I was just trying to find a movie to watch. It's one of those suspenseful movies. Uh, it's about a family that their father was a drunk and hit a kid in town and killed him. And so they were known as that family. Huh. And so you know, they every town's got one. They can't do anything. Like, anytime they go somewhere. We had one. They're like, that's that family. Like, they're never going to amount to anything. We had a child murderer? And so someone... We had one of... No, I was going to say a teacher. Marysville High School. Murdered a kid? No. He killed his wife and friend in a drunken car crash and switched their bot seats and all that jazz. What? I'm not... Marysville High School teacher missing a thumb parts of his okay. legs. Yep, yep. Okay, gotcha. I had no idea. What? Yeah. Never mind. Uh, yeah. I, I gotta hear. Yeah. Whoa. Sounds uh, like the rumor mills are churning. Anyways, so there's a murder in town, and of course, the brother gets blamed for it, and she's trying to help solve the crime, and it just goes crazy down this hole, but it kept me going, and it really turns out to be i liked it fantastic short i think it was only like 90 minutes it wasn't very long short movie uh good movie though one of those very suspenseful keep me on track hollow in the land highly recommend it if you're just like oh i need a new movie to watch this would be a good one for sure okay and then uh last but not least uh today we watched greyhound starring the tom hanks himself uh, it's about uh, a destroyer out in the Atlantic that's helping a bunch of ships cross this giant void and they're trying to uh, maneuver within U-boats and not destroy the whole fleet. It's very good. I was actually surprised. I thought, you know, it's going to be kind of boring. Uh, What's it called? Greyhound. Greyhound. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. 
Um, it's it's a tight ninety minutes, so it doesn't get a chance to get boring. In fact, it's pretty suspenseful the entire time. They get you they get you ramped up pretty quick, and it doesn't stop. Giggity giggity. Giggity giggity. It really does. Yeah. And Hanks always does great. <clears throat> He's good in the movie. I mean, the movie's as far as character development's really weak. It is. It's like an episode of a TV show. It's only ninety minutes, but. As far as it being like a thrilling thing, I thought it was good. Yeah. It definitely started you at the point of where all the action takes place all the way to the end. It's not like it's going to take slow like Saving Private Ryan where you got like an hour and you learn about every character and then you find out all the bombing and that kind of thing. It's really action-packed from start to finish. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I think everyone should probably watch, but you probably won't watch it more than once. Yeah, for sure. Just doesn't have those things, those hooks. But it's one of those new movies out there. Yeah, it's a new movie. We definitely need those. To watch. So I got more, but I'll save them for next time. All right, A-Ron? I got my... Hello. Um, I got to watch John Wick 2. Got my neighbor to finally finish off the movie. It was fantastic. He absolutely loved it, and he's looking forward to John Wick 3. Um, but legitimately, over almost a good week, I w- uh, didn't get to really watch too much. I did, however, read a couple comic books that I will be very quick on, but at least I think they deserve a recommendation. Um, first is Sword of the Berserk. Have any of you guys heard about that before? Have I mentioned it before in the podcast? No. No. Fantastic uh, anime or manga that had been going on since maybe the mid 80s and it's been going until today and i got to read some very thick volumes of three of them that are like the size of a p of you know the the art of war very large books fantastic um artistry it is they kind of do multiple sequences or actions in a single page and they do it very well they haven't really read anything else that did that but he is essentially a guy who is born from uh, well, born from his mother, but his mother was hanged, Ooh. and he came out of that mother. So he is said to have been born from death, and he has a very interesting arc where he's picked up by a band of mercenaries, and he learns to fight with a sword at five years old, but it's the size of a normal adult sword. So as he grows his sword due to his strength, it turns into like a 10-foot like cloudbuster sword, and it's okay. quite fun. It's very medieval type and very fun, very interesting arcs. The other is something I have not read or even come across in the past. It was called Die, D-I-E, but it is Jumanji in Dungeons and Dragons. So they roll the die, and they are essentially in Dungeons and Dragons. Absolutely fantastic book. Starts off with the characters, um, very young they get sucked into the game and then they get popped out two years later with one of their friends um, gone and the young girl missing her arm. And then it fast forwards 30 years into the future, kind of like a little bit like it and just utterly fantastic. Some of the best reading and uh, artistry that I've seen. And again, guys, I cannot recommend this enough, but renegade star audiobook. I'm on book seven. It's just so good. I cannot recommend it enough. It is just so absolutely fantastic. And I think if you end up listening to it, 
you'll get a big kick. Obviously, we are on quarantine. I found that to be a bit difficult to listen to audiobooks when that's happening. So I listen to my audiobooks when I'm cleaning and doing dishes and stuff. And I have just absolutely fallen in love with this book. What's it but called again? Renegade Star. I'm on book seven. I think there's ten books. Each book's about five, six hours long. Very. It's it's essentially Firefly. If they were able to elaborate, it's Firefly, Titan AE, and maybe another good sci-fi movie mixed together. But it's the same kind of crew. It's the same kind of um, guy who's kind of put into almost like a forced uh, protagonist role, and he never meant to. He was never meant to be that way. And it's just, it's just I like crave getting the next fix of that that audiobook like i'm looking forward to doing dishes so i can listen to it dishes hmm. well that's when i'll do it i'll put my headphones on start doing dishes and i'll get a nice 30 minutes or 40 minutes of doing dishes and listening to a good book or then you start sweeping and cleaning and mopping and you just get you almost forget that you're cleaning because you're enjoying it so much huh. very cool well there you go yeah, that's that's all I had. So not a lot of, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of TV. No, not even Scrubs. I miss it. I can't wait the, to watch uh, it. That comic book Die sounds pretty great. I'm gonna go ahead and oh, look, yeah. look for that. Sounds right up my alley. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. One of the things we watched, me and Shannon watched this week, is based off a graphic novel. Perhaps you know it, Aaron. It's called The Old Guard. Yeah. Um, it's a, I, oh yeah, I watched that too. It's on. Netflix. Yeah, I just. I'm very. It is a very good graphic novel. I have it upstairs in my bedroom. Well, I got to tell you, I was actually Netflix movies leave me um, apprehensive, but it's really quite good. Charlize Theron's really good <laughs> in it. Um, every all the other character actors in it are really good, especially the Weasley fuckface who owns the the pharmacy corporation. Gosh, you hate his guts. <laughs> like you hate all right. Him. You hit him so bad, and then uh, and the uh, the other guy Coleman or Coldplay or whatever. <laughs> Coldplay, yeah, <laughs> you know. I like Coldplay. I think we should keep that. <laughs> he he played the uh, he was in Serenity, right? He played the uh, the mercenary. No, no. Yes, he was in the movie You're Serenity. Right. Yeah, his name's Chuetel Ejiofor. Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing actor. He's really I'm like, good. why would he do yeah. this tiny part? And then I realized that part had to have like this giant emotional hammer at a certain point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they needed a real actor. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And he, he rocked it. He did a very he, good job. He crushed it with a fucking Thor's mighty hammer, man. It was amazing. Now, um, is this a movie or a show? Movie. Movie. Yeah. Boy, do they cliffhang the shit out of you at the that. end of it. Oh, they so better make another one. They better be making more. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like cliffhanger times kajillion. Yeah. Is it worse? Is it like more suspenseful than when Sylvester Stallone really was hanging from cliffs? Yes. More suspenseful <laughs> than that. And that little teddy bear is falling. It's more suspenseful than that. Oh, sweet gravy. I do highly recommend you check out The Old Guard on Netflix. Um, I will add it to my watch list. <gasps> we watched Fantasy Island. Skip it. Um, I saw a preview on a YouTube thing for this show on Shudder, which is a horror movie streaming service called Blood Machines. It's like a 
80 minute movie or so that they split up into like three episodes and I don't know that many people would like it <laughs> it is it's really for people who like synthwave music and then uh, hello. don't mind having their ears or their eyeballs fucked with the weirdest imagery you've ever seen in a movie that doesn't sound do like you have Shutter? Y- uh, yes sort of it I may have got a free trial just to watch this because I was like, I need to watch that. It's like if Synthwave, you know, strapped one on and banged your eye sockets. That's really what the movie is. Banged your eye sockets. It's super low budge. It's super creative. The special effects are quite interesting and good. Um, So if you like that type of thing, I do recommend it. Hmm. Fucking weird though, bro. Um, What else we got here? I'm intrigued. Oh, I started watching Picard off of Methu's recommendation. Mm-hmm. And it starts off real strong. Episode two is absolute hot garbage. But then they pick back up in episode three and things are starting to get better again. I don't think... I don't necessarily think the show is meant to be anything but uh, binged. Because the arcs happen across episode lines and it's in a way that's like well why did the episode end here and then they pick up the very next thing like the first scene of the next episode it's almost like they should have edited it different does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah what do you think Matt yeah I think it would have been better off like as three movies or something I, yeah. I don't know like the British model where they might do like uh, three 120s yeah something like, like uh, yeah. Sherlock and stuff yeah They've just made weird choices as far as, like, splitting these up into episodes. And as far as I know, they released this shit on a weekly schedule through CBS All Access. It's not like they dumped them all and said, okay, watch at your leisure. Um, I can imagine why people are upset. They might have bailed and not gave uh, the show the chance that it deserves. But I got to tell you, I'm not a Next Generation fan at all. I never liked it. I thought it was hot trash back then. (laughs) But I love me some Picard, baby. Patrick Stewart is the best. <laughs> he's awesome. And he's... You'd think that they would bring this guy, dust him off, you know, from the little bookshelf they have him on, and they'd make him... They'd lionize him, but no, they humanize him in a way that's like, okay, well, this is more intriguing than you'd think it would be. Right. So it's not like, the shiny Picard! <laughs> back for another... Ride in the saddle. No, it's like this guy's a fuckface. We all hate him now. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's the best that there ever was, but oh, we hate him. And it's and he. But fuck feels, that guy. Yeah, he feels every bit of that, and you can see it on his in his performance. It's great. Um, so if you have CBS All Access or access to someone who has access to it, uh, I do recommend access you watch to the access or the access card. to the CBS. The CBS. You have to access the access to the access. Uh, so we need a we need a triple access code. Yep. So you, you mm. need to get in there. Probably some you know laser lines you gotta jump through like that one movie with <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones and Sean Connery. Entrapment, Catherine Zeta Jones. So uh, she goes yeah. Through lasers. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, I don't. Workaholics. They talk about him. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She crawls through lasers. They have That's an funny. episode where they get high on mushrooms in their office. And, and then they say, awesome. I like boobies. 
<laughs> yes. It's, it's workaholics. They probably said that at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to talk about. Did I say red versus blue yet? No. no. Oh, I, I loved red versus blue. I watched it the when it was on an internet series, and I've been rewatching it, and I love it still. I think it's amazing. Um, I didn't know they've been continuing to make it past season uh-huh. 10. I thought they stopped after season 10. But, no, there's seven more seasons I have to get to. So I'm excitedly wow. going through that. Um it's a great trip down memory lane. It's funny. If you like mm-hmm. stupid, stupid comedy, I highly recommend it. So let's uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Let's talk about Hamilton, y'all. Oh, oh, Alexander Hamilton. His name is Alexander Hamilton. How does it I haven't listened to the soundtrack? soundtrack well, we've been listening to the soundtrack for like two years. And I never bothered. Never listened to a single freaking song. The very first time I ever heard a, a note of Hamilton was in the episode of Some Good News, where he brought the cast on to perform for the little girl. Okay. Oh, that wow. was the first time I ever experienced Hamilton, and I wasn't—I wasn't even all that super into it when when I saw it in that format, but. You know, it's on Disney Plus, and it seemed like a you know it's a cultural phenomenon at this point, and it seems ridiculous not to watch it. I'm a musical lover, but I hate history, so, so I was you- very much on the fence about it. And then that opening number hit, and it was just I, I don't seeing them in full costume. It was it blew my hair right back, Magical. and it. it it blew me away, and I was, I was in it to win it. <laughs> and now I am, I have, I, I have satisfied running through my head one hundred percent of the time. If I'm not actively thinking, that song is in my head. <laughs> I've never been satisfied. Good song. Rewind. I have a similar experience to you, Angela, because my family. Uh, would constantly sing these songs. Oh yeah, in the car, and I would get annoyed because I didn't understand the context. Well, of them. it all started when Weird Al made a polka. If, if you guys know anything about Weird Al Yankovic, he has twenty some albums. Every single album has a polka of Version. popular songs of the day. Well, he made a whole polka song of just Hamilton, and he released a music video and for my it. Family with, went crazy with footage. Are from, you kidding me right now? No, we actually so watched it. His polka. Is actually faster. Tells the whole story. No, no, he he raps faster than they do in the play. Get out of here! They rap so fast in the play. It's not that fast. Not Uh, when you hear it. It's not like rap got fast. It's okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, if I can do it, it's not fast. (laughs) But my family. They were singing it in the car, and we ride together back and forth to school, yeah. and I was getting annoyed. Well, we would just do the Hamilton polka version, and then we all just started getting really into the play, and I had a bootleg version of it, and we watched it. Uh, <laughs> on the down way. On the beginning. No videos allowed. Yeah, well, this was before they were on Broadway. It was one of their uh, test shows because they they tested the show out for like two years off Broadway. It's hard to believe they were doing this musical for what five years. 
Didn't they say the first show was 2015? They did it. Yeah. They did it for only like two years. The original cast. Correct, but it started but as it a mixtape. Well, it started as Hamilton's mixtape, which he first presented to the world as a rap during a poetry dram in, in 2009 at the White House. Wow. wow. It like gives you chills to think. And then the play comes out in 2015. That is six years he worked on this, at least. And and it, you can and it's all there in the play. It's obvious that there is that a lot of work went into this the show and just I never I, I I mean I was aware of Lynn Manuel Miranda obviously since at least 2015 and he's been celebrated for this musical and done other stuff since and but I I never would have guessed that he, I never would have guessed that he was this talented I mean well he had another hit on Broadway called The Heights which is being made into a movie now yeah. Oh, I was I'm not aware of I wasn't familiar with that. I wasn't aware of that. But yeah, the, the guy who plays George Washington was in it. Yeah. And they oh, okay. pulled him to By the really way, good. you got a better voice than that guy. I'd like to meet him. That guy was really good. They all great. Um, One last time. What an amazing great. song, man. And I really personally think cuz there's so much feedback, you know, as I was saying that you guys sang it so much so I had uh this contentment behind it, but I couldn't wait to see it. And it really lived up to my standard of how great it was. But the fact of watching this play and this music, I can't imagine other people doing the music other than those people. I could picture somebody else in every part and do fine, except for Leslie Odom Jr. There, I can't picture anybody else doing Aaron Burr. It, doesn't matter who's singing it to me. It, the voices match exactly how I, they needed to be. Well, we've it listened to it a lot. I, I, would, I would disagree mostly on this because of how that play was designed and what they were attempting to do. Now, I don't know in the... I almost want to bring my wife in on this one because she has been watching the, the movie. But the... What, what is that darn thing called? The characters weren't played by the same like race as the person that they originally were not even male or female but typically african-american or spanish or white like george washington's played by a very large african-american guy who rocks the living crap out of it for the one that i got to see and i thought that's what really helped with that play the, yeah, the, the musical. There's only two the white people in the entire original production, era. The what? There's only two white yeah. people in the original production. So perfect, and and that's I, I think why it is in some way, shape, or form interchangeable. And some of these guys that were picked for it were picked because of a similar singing style as well, mm-hmm. even similar sure. look. But I've seen other people do I, Aaron Burr. I've seen video of it, and I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Leslie Odom Jr. just got a charisma about him. Right. He's very unique. And I agree. Well, I don't know. I, I would, even when I was at the play and I had pretty good seats, I couldn't have told you if that was Leslie Manuel or somebody else based on what they look like. I can tell you that. Um, musically, someone singing on a stage versus a a edited. I mean, there, there has to be some edit to that to make them sound better than they were. 
or as close to par as possible. So you are getting a majorly refined addition of it. And so that that live to that, I, I think you would be surprised at the replacement. I, you already said you could see replacements, but I think you would be very surprised at somebody who has been doing that for a year, a year and a half. They do a pretty bang up job. I don't think I'm it not takes saying, away. That's from not what I'm saying, Aaron. You're you're misjudging what I'm saying. I'm saying that Leslie Odom Jr. is so unique. I like him probably better than anybody else who could do it. Oh, agreed. No, I I got what you were saying. I was talking with uh, I thought Shannon who said that it would be tough to see him different or Angel. Well, I'm sorry. I guess per- I feel that they're personally attacking, like you were saying, because a lot of these characters were pulled from a reference, which he did a great job researching a lot for oh, this yeah. play. That these characters like Aaron Burr and George Washington, they were played by people who weren't really the people like George Washington obviously was a uh, Caucasian man and he wasn't played by that. Does that really matter? No. No. And that's what I thought was so unique about this show is that it didn't matter. But I think that's true. I think that's true across the board. Hollywood just doesn't understand that. I think a lot of the left, well, I don't want to get too much into politics, but we have a cancel culture going on right now when somebody's doing something that people deem inappropriate. They just want to get canceled, and cancel Hamilton is a big thing going on um, because there's black people playing slave owners. Um, I mean, it seems I- like it's kind of their choice. I don't think they're being forced to do that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. I really want to see this play, though, because after you guys said... Before you guys had talked about it, my cousin was, like, obsessed with it, and I talked to her a lot, and we would, like, we'd sit and call, play video games, and then we'd, you know, we'd be taking a break or whatever, and then she'd just start singing the songs, and <laughs> she, she'd play it for me, and I was like, all right. I mean, it's not meant more. to be a historical document. It's meant to be a piece of entertainment. He's based yeah, yeah, it yeah. off yeah. of a book by Ron Chernow, which is, uh, historians have tore it apart. It's not exactly... That's not exactly a historical document either. It's a piece of entertainment for you to read about this guy who's been largely forgotten about. Because basically what it comes down to is Alexander Hamilton. He The the play doesn't even go into the bullshit he was pulling during the Revolutionary yeah. War. Like, remember when they he steals the cannons? We all know that part. Yeah. yeah. Hamilton won't abandon you. Let's go steal the cannons. Uh, that motherfucker jumped, ran through gunfire, stole the cannons brought the cannons back to their camp and goes, oh, shit, I forgot my gun. Ran back by himself and got it. And it's like Hollywood doesn't ever take a story and tell you exactly how it is. Well, no. So they take they pieces. and they, they he Lin-Manuel Miranda then, took an exceptionally large amount of material, focused it down into, what is it, two and a half? Two and a half, yeah. A wildly entertaining two and a half hour play. I never cared so much about history before in my entire life. Oh, I this guy was headed to the presidency, but just to save his own ass, admitted he was banging another lady. And and threw away his his opportunity to ever be president. But like, I had no idea that he wasn't a president. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. He's Treasury no Secretary. Why he was on? I had no idea why he was on our $10 bill. I had no idea before this musical 
who the hell Alexander Hamilton was or what he did. I just assumed he was a president in the beginning and, you know, wait, wait, whatever. You took government, father. right? The, well, he created grade. the First National Bank. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, Angela, I, don't feel so too bad because so I went boring. to this thinking it was a play, not a musical. And so yeah. when they started singing, I asked a person next to me, when do they stop singing? And she oh, goes, God. when it's the curtain a musical. And she's wearing like Gucci freaking dress and me and Kalen are just in there like, what the hell? We did a cowboy outfit again. It, <laughs> was, it was quite embarrassing. Yeah, but feel bad about on. not knowing who... Alexander Hamilton is a lot of people are assuming he's that he's a president because you know. Well, people think Benjamin Franklin was a president too, so I mean, right, right. And not everybody it, knows the presidents. Right, and the order of them, and. Goodness. But I think the point of this whole play is this guy played a huge, had a huge impact on the founding of this country, but he's largely forgotten because of his one kind of character. Flaw because of something. Something that our current president president has admitted to openly, and nobody gives a crap about anymore. And well, Bill Clinton was it impeached for this stuff too. People it, do yeah, care about that. that. Was, it does. It does affect was, your legacy. Aaron, that was twenty years ago. And it's crazy. Changes in twenty years. They're teaching us history, and we enjoy it. There are pieces yeah, here where I'm like, oh, I want to look that up. I gotta admit, like. I when was that I want commercial, the milk commercial? Oh, the guy takes God. a huge bite of the peanut butter sandwich, and he's in a he's in an Alexander Hamilton museum. Oh like, yeah, I remember and it's that. like the duel between that him and Aaron Burr. He's got the fucking show. bullet. He's got the guns and stuff. And the, there's, ooh, like a, there's a radio. It's like call in now if you know who shot Alexander Hamilton. And he's trying to call, but he's like Aaron Burr, and he can't say it because his mouth's filled with peanut butter. It was a got milk commercial. <sighs> And I was like, yeah. I need to know more like about this. So growing up, we were lucky enough to have encyclopedias. I actually looked that shit up, and I learned about who Alexander Hamilton was a little bit. But think about it. Kids nowadays, they don't have encyclopedias. No, they but have they, the ha internet. they have the phone. It's easy. But still, they're not going to Google Alexander Hamilton. They don't even want to like curious. Google Trump. Well, I'd say if they saw that commercial, they would, but there's no commercials. They, exactly. <laughs> They don't watch shit with so commercials. I give kudos to Lin Man. What's Lin Manuel Miranda? Well, I guess he read the book and was inspired. I want him to read. I want him to write a musical about every major thing in history, so that I can finally well, learn history. I want him to do Ben Franklin, so that we can find out about Ben Franklin's love for old women sex. Well, he just loved um, anything sex. Ben Franklin, yeah. a dirty old perv. He was a dirty old perv. He spent a lot of time in Paris being a dirty old perv. Wearing a coonskin cap, pretending to be a frontiersman. Wow. Okay. Uh, I actually, I was surprised that Ben Franklin only gets one little teeny tiny mention in, in Hamilton. Yeah, because he doesn't want to talk about the time he was at the strip club. Hamilton like, told everybody but Washington him. to fuck right off. I, just, I, I have <laughs> no idea. Hunter Station A.A. Ron. <laughs> I mean, I assume he's not in. You know, he's not featured in the in the in the play because he didn't really have anything to do with Hamilton. And it's about Hamilton. I just, right. I don't know. I, I figured all the founding fathers just hung out together all the time or something, but it seems like that's not the case. I've no, they all kind of. They all had beef with Hamilton, and he had beef with them because he was yeah. as the play correctly displays opinionated. opinionated outspoken and he'd tear 
It's why nobody battles Eminem rapping. Right. You just Don't fucking lose. You lose every time. No. I lastly just want to thank Disney Plus because they could have released. Don't thank them. They, they spent $75 million on this shit. Okay. I thank them for releasing a copy of Hamilton that's not just staring at a stage. They use different well, camera angles in this uh, shoot of Hamilton. Yeah. And I appreciated that. It actually, they had some very cool angles. Told the story really deeply and profoundly wonderful. I. But just to be, because I don't know if Aaron said something earlier, um, this is just a taped live um, performance. live performance. Aaron, yeah, it's not cut. It's not. No, it's I, there's I mean, going to be not, edit. You can't. It's not. It's not going to just be live audio. There's going to be edit. No, it's a live audio no, it, of them doing the play. Audio. Yeah, there, there's an audience and yeah, like, you can they hear the audience laughing and clapping and stuff. Taped a, a live performance. Yeah. yeah. From 2016. Pretty damn cool. So it's that you know, is it's, pretty cool. It's four years old now. But I'm with you, Angela. I think everyone should watch this for historical. I'm reasons. watching it for sure because there's just too many people that are saying it's oh, amazing. Oh, 100. Well, let's so talk good. about the 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 uh, the function of the musical itself as a musical. How is the music? It's terrific. I, okay. I mean the. Absolutely. The the lyrics are well thought out and and well placed and it flows very, very well. I mean you very rarely hear rap songs with such complicated lyrics outside of Eminem. You know, right. it just doesn't happen very often. So the fact that they're especially nowadays. Especially <laughs> nowadays with these freaking mumble rappers See, I've never listened to the album of Hamilton again. Just other than seeing the play. Never listened to it again. I can't imagine not. I mean, I literally wake up and, and listen to it. And I listen to it throughout the day. I, I have OCD, though, and I get, I get very obsessive about things. And yeah. I immediately became obsessed with it. And there are certain the music's really good of the music yeah, that absolutely. constantly play in your head. Like I was guys some dance. songs that are really pretty. Um, oh, it's quiet uptown. That would you. that would be enough. Oh. That would be enough. What? The the musical probably has a record for reprisals too. Um, the thematic yeah. the thematic tones come back constantly throughout the musical, more so than I've ever yeah. seen in any musical. Hold on, guys. Kalen yeah. says something here. Hold on. Kalen's gonna have to say this because I I have no idea how. Hold on. They're talking about Hamilton losing their mind about it. We're waiting. Oh, so patient. Hello? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He forgot he was wearing his AirPods. (laughs) Oh, no, I put him in. You have him in backwards. No, no, she hasn't. (laughs) Put her on the spot. Okay. Hi, Galen. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. Not trying to jump in, but I heard him talk about Hamilton, so I said the reason that Lynn Manuel said that he incorporated different gender and race into his play was because they're not typically written in our history. So he wanted them to be present and part of our history. And that's awesome. Yeah. So, so I thought that was interesting. That was all. <laughs> that was all I wanted to that's say. Awesome. Well, thank you. That's a good point. 
Especially yeah. in what's going on today. Yeah, a lot of people want to try to tear this thing down right now, and it it's pretty sad because you can't for the go back and erase anything. You can't you can't fix it. It it it's broken. When we all we have to do is recognize it as a society, and then try to move forward. Instead, you're just constantly going. Look at my look at my cannonball wound. It's still cannonbally. Like, well, I can't it's fix so your round. cannonball wound. There's some no cannonball and wound fleshy. ointment for that. But you all need to accept that your cannonball wound is there, and then sure. move on. never Let shoot anyone with a fucking cannon again. Is kind of the point. Right. Yeah. And, and I then, think if this musical doesn't scream that, when you've got this diversity <clears throat> on this stage, doing amazing work, then I don't know what else would. I really. I mean, I saw something where people are saying hashtag cancel Hamilton because because it doesn't really um, delve into the topic of slavery very much, that they just kind of breeze by it, that they don't, you know, talk about the fact that um, the Schuylers were slave owners. That, but it, it mentions you know, that, that Lawrence, Hamilton, and Lafayette were all abolitionists. It does, and and it also meant like there during I think it's cat, cabin battle one where he's battling. Yeah. Um, Your debts are paid because you don't pay like, for labor. Right. I mean, he's like basically saying, you know, your your whole thing is bullshit because you're a slave owner. So you know, why don't you go kick rocks? And oh, I. I the the musical is about Alexander Hamilton, right. who is a very who was a very prolific writer. He had a big big life. He had mm. a lot happen to him in the amount of time that he was alive. And to try to focus on uh, a, a biopic, but it was a very well lived. You know, it was a also, very this has well to be, it's on Broadway. It has to be broad and entertaining. Right. And you know what I mean? You know, to, to break down the whole tone of a of a musical. Do people think Disney's taking a stance on this, or was Disney just trying to bring a really great play to the masses? I think so, yeah. Disney was uh, just trying to bring a great play to the masses. They did three pieces of editing where they took out the F word three times. Um, but that's it. Otherwise, it was left untouched. They even added... I thought they left and, one F word in, right? No, they 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 canceled them all out. But, like, uh, there's one point that's in the musical that's not on the album. And they add... You know, that's cool to see that, because I've never, never heard it. I've only ever seen the bootleg copy of it being videotaped. And that was cool, because it does have this huge emotional resonance going forward, but... That's when Lawrence he finds out Lawrence is dead. That's not on the album. Just so we're all oh, aware of what yeah, I'm no. about. But it's it's so meaningful though because you know, it John Lawrence was a a great friend of his. Well, probably lover too, but probably lover too. Um that's you know, there that's been debated by historians for years. 
Um, Alexander Hamilton was swinging both ways. Yeah, they they believe that he had a more than friendship relationship with both Lawrence and Lafayette. But some people say that this guy is kind of scandalous. He's married and just sleeping around. That's going to kind of ruin your career in life. Abling is married on both sides of the plate too. So, I mean, watching your butthole, AA run. I tell you what, you go back through my history, people are going to be quite concerned and confused too. All right. (laughs) The only reason people think that is because they used very romantic language in their in their letters to one another, but that's just the way people talked back then. That they used very flouncy language, but you know, who knows? Who cares? It doesn't really matter. At at the end of the day, when you were inside of me, you know, stuff like that. Whoa. Night man. Killer of the day man. Darkness falls. You're the only man who's ever been inside of me. <laughs> Wait for it. Surgery. <laughs> um so Matt, he's like, what? Matt, we all recommend you watch it. Aaron, you gotta get on this thing too. I think yeah. I'll watch it again this week just to watch it. Uh, I love the original cast version of it. Um, they what you might not know is they didn't just originate these roles, they originated the uh, the two thirds of the play as well with Lin Manuel. He only had the yeah. first act mostly written when they all joined him for their off Broadway runs and they're they're doing their mixtape and stuff. And he was yeah. writing the the second half, second almost two thirds with them doing those parts. So their their input and their voice is definitely there as well, especially when you think about um, Philippa Sue, uh, who plays she is Eliza. Uh, Eliza. Mm-hmm. She's and excellent. She has, you know, she's got some big things to do in that second half of that play, even though she oh, doesn't yeah. have much screen time. It's mostly Jefferson Burr and Hamilton. I love the dude who plays Jefferson and he, he plays yeah, he plays Lafayette in the beginning and then he digs. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I like that they switch up their characters too. That's kind of fun. Yeah, they've got yeah. um John Lawrence plays John Lawrence Phillip. plays too. Yep. And uh the other Skyler, Peggy. Um Peggy plays Maria Reynolds. Yep. Um I think that's it, right? Yep. Well, you know, some people, some background yeah, the, play uh, a bunch Space of people. Cowboy. Yeah. yeah, the cast, the the ensemble. Yeah. Um, the one guy plays like five different people. Yeah, the one chick plays a bunch of people. She's there almost. She's there in almost every scene. She's in the background. Um. It's so it's, and it's. It's touching. It's, yeah. The story is moving, and I cried so freaking hard. Yeah, there's a uh, there's, there's definitely some moments in there that bring tears to the eyes, but um, mm. it's definitely Quiet worth a watch. It, if throughout that whole song, for sure, his oh. his basically acapella soliloquy too is very moving. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you can definitely feel Burr's conflict. 
Yeah, I mean, and I and I can see where Alexander is coming from as well. Like, Burr is blaming Hamilton for always for always taking his shot, basically. Right. I want to be uh, in the room where it happens. Right, but at the end of the day, Hamilton's right. It's not. It's not his fault that you have no convictions. You know, the very first right. thing Aaron Burr ever said to him was, talk less, smile more, and let him know what you're against and what you're for. You know, like, he very the first piece of advice he gave Hamilton was obfuscate. You know, don't, you know, you can't, can't tell anybody what you care about. And that is what ended up losing him everything every single time right because nobody knew what he believed in and he didn't probably right. know um i mean his right. big song is wait for it <laughs> yeah I'm you know wait for, it. wait for it oh man i'm gonna listen to this again for sure um and we highly recommend it we should also you know i i like to say this play is not a it's hamilton from but as told by aaron burr Aaron Burr is the biggest yeah. part of this musical, um, and Leslie oh, yeah. Jr. is amazing. Mm-hmm. He For is sure. amazing. He is. So, highly recommend Go it. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. I hear Disney Plus is doing pretty well with it. They got a bunch of new subs. So that's funsies. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that they needed it. Lord subs. knows they need the money. Yeah, you know, they're running out. They haven't put out any billion-dollar productions in the last two days. Maybe, maybe next time we get together, we'll talk about how uh, all the drama with Star Wars. Oh. Oof! So much drama I mean, for Obama. They didn't put out a single billion-dollar movie this year, have they? Yeah, there was one of those remakes, right? Oh, it was just an anniversary. With I don't know. It's I don't been, know. Uh, they had they had eight billion plus dollar movies last year, but so they're they they're gonna be fine. They afford it. I feel bad for those small studios who need those, you know, those two three million dollar bos to keep going. But guys, yeah. this has been a great episode. Thanks for hanging with us, listening to our recommendations about Hamilton and other things. Um, hit us up, moviedummies at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies. Leave us a voice message. Let us know what you're into. Um, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And I'm a running man gif. Also, bye. 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 bye.